to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I listen because Rod and Karen are hot. Mmm. Hey, welcome to another episode <laughs> of the Black Guy Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod. Joined as always by my co-host, uh, Karen, who was actually ready to start this time. And we are live on a Tuesday, ready to do some podcasting. Uh, you know how it is. Search us out. Just put the Black Guy Tips everywhere you get podcasts. And there you go. Like us leave us five star reviews we appreciate y'all to take the time to do that the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport bullet ball. and bullet ball extreme 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 um and i say we just kind of get into the show okay there's a lot to talk about all kinds of random things are happening uh i guess uh where should we start you know what it's been a, a second but there's still a little bit of coronavirus news so oh shit coronavirus look here we go again we got variants really need to keep a mask on hand and follow the plan get the vaccine and second shots whether woman or man black out who tips is doing they part but the dumbest expand niggas would rather believe a bunch of misinformation fuck y'all idiots not getting shots now we gotta regress if we keep going in this direction we never can rest never can get back to the lives we be living the best damn fool stop the lying stop the intubation crying cause it's your fault that motherfuckers dying huh? damn fool stop the lying stop the ventilator crying cause it's your fault that motherfuckers dying I do not understand this shit I'm not a fan of this we were like one win from the pandemic championship but fuckers wanna leave it to game 7 with Giannis Delta Kumpo blocking forward progression and Chris middle fingers to your plans man damn huh. looks like it's no Drew Holiday for you and your man so sick of black people dying for real so I'm just writing this new piece to let you know how I feel huh. coronavirus yeah. fuck that COVID-19 is unseen it's creeping in the air for you to breathe yeah huh so fuck that COVID-19 is unseen it's creeping in the air for you to breathe yeah coronavirus all right coronavirus news Florida health officials remove key data from COVID vaccine report Florida Surgeon General Joseph Ladapo announced in October that young men should not get the COVID-19 vaccine guidance that runs counter to the medical advice issued by the CDC uh, and pretty much every other Surgeon General in America. Uh, his recommendation is based on state analysis that showed the risk of cardiac-related deaths after receiving a vaccine increased significantly for some age groups. Well, now it's been criticized by experts, including professors and epidemiologists at the University of Florida, where he is employed as an as a professor. Right. It's like yo, dumbass. Like this is what the fuck we do. You have people there who go, I got a PhD in this. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I mean, he's a professor there too, and his own university is like that's not true. Right. Now, draft versions of the analysis obtained by the Tampa Bay Times through Florida's public records law show that recommendations that recommendation was made despite the state also having data indicating that catching COVID-19 raised the risk of cardiac related events uh, uh, deaths by at least five times more than the vaccine right that Which makes we've sense. said on the show before we've mentioned it you know many many times every time someone brings up some anti-vax shit and they're like well the cardiac risk is like yes but catching COVID is much more riskier for the same young men well that data was missing from the final version of the analysis that was compiled and posted online by the florida department of health and was never mentioned by the surgeon general right because they they chose to opt to leave it out on purpose i honestly don't and i mean the political pressure from desantis i'm sure has something to do with it or you know the fact that they fired that woman uh for like you you know when she was like i'm telling the truth they're hiding data and she got fired harassed sued you know a bunch of shit um it's it's 
it's unconscionable what they've been allowed to to give get away with and to and to like the stuff that people say about like democrats and joe biden and stuff being in charge during the pandemic it it really is happening with republicans it's not a conspiracy we have evidence and people just don't it's like we just accept it from them like oh sometimes you just you know risk everybody's life and you know like if your kid died of heart complications from COVID nineteen or just has heart complications after having COVID nineteen in Florida, you should be able to like sue the state or some shit. Like y'all motherfuckers told me, don't get vaccinated, let your kid go play sports, and now my kid has fucking like a regular heartbeat or some shit. Mm-hmm. Um, why like or myocarditis or whatever myocarditis? Mm-hmm. Like my kid has this now, and they weren't vaccinated because your advice yes your advice the people that are supposed to govern over us like this is your whole goddamn job and you're not doing your job and then you don't want to be held accountable for the bullshit that's the thing he's doing his job badly on purpose he stands by it by the way as surgeon general my decisions continue to be led by the raw science not fear far less attention has been paid to the safety of COVID-19 vaccines and many concerns have been dismissed. These are important findings that should be communicated to Floridians. So just blatant, it was science. Well, the science, if you're led by science, it should point out that you would want kids to get vaccinated because it still lowers the risk compared to getting COVID. And you left out key information that you act like it don't yada yada yada. This is the findings. Was well, you left important information out that says if you don't get the shot, it's even higher. Fuck that science though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, but but he basically is in Florida, and Ron DeSantis has his back, so nothing's gonna happen to him. Uh, let's see. Last orders. British pubs closing at a faster rate than during COVID-19 and it could get worse. So I guess bars are having a hard time. Uh, there. Oh, bringing people back in. Like, I, it, I wonder what's causing that problem. In 2022, after the UK emerged from the COVID-19 pandemic, uh, 32 pubs were lost on average each month with 386 disappearing in total but 153 pubs have closed their doors in the first three months of this year which is up nearly 60 percent of last year's figures Hmm. i wonder if it's because you do have a subsection of people that are like hey doll i still might go out but what i'm not gonna be in is in this packed bar with y'all breathing the shit like there are some people that go yeah i'm being cautious but there's something like the movie theaters like it's some shit people go i might decide to get that up because it ain't that important to me like you said people are picking and choosing their level of comfort so a lot of these places that people used to go to people are like "Mm, i'd rather not for whatever reason i think that's definitely attendance has got to be part of it you know i'm sure there's people that still aren't going out and you can't blame them mm-hmm. um and then also a lot of these businesses were operating on very thin margins in the first place you right. know restaurants are extremely hard to make profitable and stay in business mm-hmm. um and then also um like the cost of business has gone up in a lot of areas with inflation and stuff so it probably is even harder Um, yeah and also it would not be surprising if uh employees you know that like like you it's hard to get people to come in there and say hey come in here you're gonna be in here with no mask on you know well i think i don't think the employees part is is i mean it's definitely matters but it only matters if you got a crowd like that's true 
you know we've gone out places and it's just it's less people out than than it used to be mm-hmm. and, and yeah there's less people working but like at least amenable to the amount of people in a place they seem they seem to have 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 the amount of like employees now that you know maybe that's different in the uk right so but that's, that's, i'm just saying like the it's not mentioned in the article okay. like the issue with staffing they're talking about the taxes on um the building and stuff landlords don't have ah. the, don't have the money so then they want to raise the prices but then you raise the prices and people are like last time i went out two three years ago beer was this much now is this much so what i do i'll go to the grocery store go to the abc store and make my shit at the house like fuck this yeah mm-hmm. um i can see that too yeah the oh, british brought up brexit which would probably plays a bigger factor than anything else yeah they do say that there's like a cost of energy bills food and drink are more expensive by rising inflation and that the british beer and pub association has warned that on average pubs will be handed an annual uh 18,400 pound I guess uh bill for energy by the end of this month after the energy bill relief scheme comes to an end so they're they're also winding down their pandemic programs that support the businesses and people so all right and people yeah. they can't afford that You're like about that. to catch that check speaking <laughs> of which free COVID test um in in May uh a lot of this stuff is coming to an end so yes, like if you're not cares brought it up several times on the show if you're if you have the kind of insurance where you can just like uh call up a cvs or a walgreens or something and say hey i would like three tests every month they will give them to you, you just go in there and get them and it's written off on your insurance well that benefit was paid for through the government and stuff mm-hmm. and that program is coming to an end in may mm-hmm. um so uh you know the national emergency um status for COVID has ended you know so uh, mm-hmm. like it's official yeah and, you know things like that matter you know because basically uh what people were doing which completely made sense you basically stock up on tests in case you know you do things you're traveling you're out and about somebody catch a cold let's see let's see what it is like it's yeah. good just to have it around and buying them shits one by one is very expensive particularly if you do like the two tests and the ones they give you is the two tests. So you get three two tests. So for every person on your insurance plan, you get six tests every month. And so you have to do everybody individually, but it's worth it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like we have more tests than we need, but I'd rather have these tests sitting around and go, oh, let me test myself to be sure than not to have it and have to go to the store. Yeah. So that's ending. Um, as is the emergency thing, uh, the emergency um the national emergency status of COVID-19 is ending as well um and it started like because obviously Biden signed the bill but it's a bipartisan congressional resolution to bring it to an end so it's not like a one one-off thing it was six it passed 68 to 23. Mm-hmm. I think that a lot of people uh across the board Democrats and Republicans I like we got to move past this COVID shit like they don't you know and a lot of it is because it's it's everybody's playing a role you have the general public that's going okay we tired but they've been tired of we tired of it let's go back outside we tired of being shut in the house let's just open everything back up so they were like if that's what you want we just open everything back up but also opening everything back up means why do we have these programs then like the fuck we got these programs then if everybody's going to go back to normal yeah i think um 
i just i guess i never thought it was gonna be forever Mm-mm. so i just i figured it was coming to an end at some point so i just don't have like the frustration attached to it i guess i honestly think it lasted a lot longer than um than i even anticipated right. like especially once we had midterms and not enough people turned out to make sure democrats won um mm-hmm. in 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 the um in the house because you know the senate we everyone was concentrating on the senate but it was like a foregone conclusion we were gonna lose the house and we did but barely but we just need a few more people to give a fuck but we knew as soon as republicans got the rain they were killing all this shit they were killing shit when it was 50 50 when it was a 51 50 they were they were like no we not we not voting along any lines that will provide any extra aid for people experiencing hardship during covid not businesses nothing and so this was happening at some point the only thing holding it together was the president at some point mm-hmm. um and respect of respectively the numbers have declined we're never getting to zero so mm-hmm. at some point they had to make the decision of like what are we going to look like unless we have some type of variant that pops up that like supercharges everything again they're not they're not going back and even with that it would take a lot it wouldn't just it couldn't just be Mm -mm. like oh the numbers went up a little bit this month it's got to be some like the hospitals are full and nobody can get in and out type of thing yep and that's you know that's what happened particularly with america everything is individualized we you know our country doesn't function as a unit (laughs) and so when you have a country that doesn't function as a unit which means you don't really consider or think about other people around you it's only me and mine these are the conclusions uh it's like hey take care of you you know uh uh we're not worried about the masses we're not worried about the people that can't afford we 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 can't be concerned about them only be concerned about you and yours you know this individualism this is the end result of that nobody actually really cares about anybody else is going to be impacted by their actions well also we care about money right like Mm -hmm. this next article walgreens profit slides as covid19 vaccinations fade in quarter two the fact that we're even reporting on the the stock of these companies as if that's the issue you know as if that's what we were concerned about in the pandemic was well let me check my walgreens stock you know (laughs) like it's like i don't know i was probably checking to see how many people died how many people didn't die uh how you know what the next variant was like i was checking that shit but that's america in a nutshell is us sitting around going like you know the news somewhere being like people need to know about this ever since the vaccinations went down walgreens stock is not as profitable as it once was we gonna need another opioid crisis to get us through this right (laughs) oh man y'all laughed keep from crying um (laughs) all right y'all that's it for 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 this uh for this coronavirus segment let's get into some other news drug officials issue a warning for the resurgence of colombian crack 
colombian crack that's a different kind of crack that's that colombian crack it's like how colombian necktie different oh shit um, i didn't know the, the crack was racial i thought crack was crack well crack is definitely racial but colombian is not necessarily race it's a country uh the 80s are back which means so is crack drug officials say there's a record influx of colombian cocaine that has spurred the return of crack the cheap smokable drug caused a crime wave across the country including new york in the late 1980s and 1990s oh no that shit destroyed families for decades we're seeing a resurgence of crack the demand never really went away but the supplies increased exponentially said frank tarantino who has the dea's new york division now it is new york so their press has a lot of fear-mongering when it comes to like uh drugs and crime and shit like it's just that's just the way it is so it could be you know it's like take it with a grain of salt you know this is the cops talking you know these are the same people that seem like pick you know like uh somebody left some stuff on the on the subway it was like cold medicine dog food and some other shit and it was like people are making meth on the subway and it's like that those are not the ingredients for meth <laughs> do you know how to make meth i don't but i don't think it's that you know like i don't think you know i don't think a helium balloon is <laughs> that don't go into meth <laughs> i don't think it needs h2o to make meth What's they got napkins they got uh they got taco bell fire sauce <laughs> clearly this man was making meth and a little bit of skittles it's yeah. meth oh that's nutmeg this is meth <laughs> um it sprinkles a paprika on it this is meth yeah so uh yeah but they're saying colombian crack it might it might be back you know so we'll see I what hope happens not. yeah um who knows i do feel like we're back to being outside because i start i see articles i don't cover them on the show but you see articles and motherfuckers is getting killed left and right it, it feels a lot like it does feel i don't know that this that this is what's happening but sometimes you read shit and it does feel like we're back in the 90s and and 80s with the, some of the like crime you hear about like mm-hmm. the baltimore mayor who everybody loves mayor bay young black dude um he's had to implement a summer curfew after two teens were shot while officers attempted to break up a group of minors according to wbal tv over 200 teens had congregated in the city's inner harbor neighborhood Ooh. around 9 p.m where police attempted to break 200. up a group when a 14 year old and a 16 year old were shot and injured uh one of the victims is in critical condition the other one is stable according to police two suspects were detained one was found with a loaded gun in a parking garage and the other had a loaded gun that matched the shooter's description following the incident baltimore mayor brandon scott said that for the upcoming summer months a curfew of 9 p.m for those under the age of 14 and 10 p.m for those under the age of 17 would be in effect now what's interesting is like how do you enforce this without police right so clearly police are going to be involved in mm-hmm. a lot of young people's lives and i would imagine it being mm-hmm. baltimore a lot of young black people gonna have interactions with the police you this know summer so that they didn't plan on having so it's just like man that, uh he said i want everybody to hear me hear me clearly we are going back to the old days we are enforcing the youth curfew as we move into the later spring and summer months it's not just about making sure we're getting them off the street but making sure that we are supporting them and figuring out what's going on with them and their families it's not normal for a person to be that far away from their home and no one knows where they are or cares for them um so yeah i i just it just made me think how like 
even the realities of office are just different than yes even what you would like for them to be because like a lot of us oh that's me sorry okay i don't know how oh anyway um the realities of office are like there's things we say in theory because we don't have to live with the consequences right and so of course i can get on my social media fuck the police we don't need the police we can do everything ourselves blah blah blah. but then when kids are fucking shooting each other and nobody knows like where the kids are from where they supposed to be you got 200 of them piled up in the area for like it's not an event happening you're going what is happening here it's hard to take that kind of pressure and be like guys this is just part of what it is Mm -mm. and we still need to defund the police and you got families and people that are concerned about that shit um it's it's hard to 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 just act like it's not happening or it's not a big deal right because if it's 200 something teenagers outside of my house yes it's going to be a problem and yes you're going to want them cleared out you're not going to want them just to be chilling in your neighborhood what the fuck you think i want them in mine for that's a lot of teenagers just roaming right so it's just kind of interesting to see like what happens when you you know when you end up in these situations because mm-hmm. i mean i I don't live there so i can't knock it i was looking at the news for dc like once once again i didn't save this article but it was like it was a person that was died by homicide and then some people shot up the funeral for that person Mm. you know it's like this shit is like 80s violence (laughs) you know what i mean new jack city (laughs) yeah rockabye baby (laughs) yeah rockabye baby it's scary man uh holly berry class back at a troll says she's posting news for attention in menopause uh okay if that's what she want to do and uh, mm-hmm. go ahead uh, is she posting news or they just saying she posting news well first of all this so people are gonna have other issues with this situation than i do but my main issue is this and i'm tired of it i don't like the instagram news by which i mean okay we giving people credit for shit that that's not really happening right because i was like because when you say nudes when you say topless when you say wardrobe malfunction i'm expecting to see some parts of the body i'm not supposed to see some areolas okay and i don't like that we give people all this extra credit for shit where it's like this is just a very tastefully shot picture what that is basically you wearing your underwear or a bikini which is just you ain't showing nothing it's fine right it's fine but, but we're giving you news. extra credit and we making it seem more salacious than it is it's like right if you've seen holly berry in her workout clothes you've seen this picture i'm gonna show y'all this picture is like it's upsetting me and my homegirls this is not really me ah, you and your homegirls what's happening we not really seeing nothing we can see this at any time on her page yes we can i can't believe people got upset about this about right. this picture you she's know beautiful right and that's the other thing she's so fine we all know this nigga's stupid like whoever it is mm-hmm. we don't even need to see his picture you know he probably like mr potato head or gumby or some shit <laughs> like it's, all, it's the same nigga every time you blow him you yeah. blow him ash gonna fall off his skin yeah it's all it's the same nigga every time like, come on hairy ass hairy ass eyebrows yeah it's always somebody that nobody is fucking checking for like that anyway mm-hmm. talk about how they 
they dick ain't getting hard enough for holly berry it's like okay dude we we don't believe you it's sad that the nagging of her got this person attention um but yeah so she um clapped back at this person i'm trying to see if it's showing uh okay it's not showing it give me one second i'm gonna pull up the other page but um she she clapped back at this person uh because he said uh let me go get the exact tweet uh i I know what nude look like and that ain't nude this guy uh shadaya nine i guess is shadaya uh imagine being in your 50s still posting news for attention and menopause when you should be chilling with the grandkids aging with dignity is no longer a thing um and what's funny is they put a link at the end to like once it went viral hey check out this website you know mm-hmm. <laughs> like come check out my website please um but it's okay this dude clearly looks like willy wonka's version of kevin samuels you know you like if, if, if Raphael sadiq got stuck in the chocolate factory <laughs> right like it's i mean it's but the point being like holly berry wasn't sitting there like oh god no the the this nigga don't want me you know what i mean oh no farnsworth bentley cousin ain't gonna fuck with me oh oh shit oh how i'm gonna live how i'm gonna make it how am i gonna survive not me 50 year old holly berry who could shut down any event with any man ever and most of the ladies come on she can walk up in any place and just pull whichever person of her choice in in life that's been her experience and we sitting around like mm uh but yeah she wrote uh did you guys know the heart of a shrimp is located in his head and that was her reply to it <laughs> so i i don't know i'm not sure who that person was trying to convince mm-hmm. uh that holly wasn't fine but we appreciate you giving us a reason to go peruse her instagram page uh mm-hmm. we, we like said, that instagram let me be sure i am you know thanks for keeping us up to date but yeah thank you for reminding me if i ain't following her let me do it right what a now. weird what a weird thing um you know i hate to get those calls that are random and you pick up the phone and it's like hey this is lieutenant such and such from the such and such police we would like some of your money and i'm like niggas you get all the budget as, as is <laughs> You know, I don't want to give no extra dollars, and now mm-hmm. next time y'all shoot a nigga and cover it up, it's partially my fault. I'm good. Right. But you know who hates to get those calls even more than us? Who? The actual police. They be calling each other. Well, apparently, somebody uh was trying to scam people with this phone call, and they called the officer. Darren Moss with the Pierce County Sheriff's Office. If this is an emergency, please hang up and dial 911. If it is not an emergency, please leave your name, number, and a brief message, and I will get back with you. Thank you. Hey, Darren, I'm just calling you back because you said that there was something going on. He's Darren Moss for real. Oh! He's Officer Darren Moss and the person oh that's hilarious the person called it they were impersonating him oh Uh, yeah that is hilarious like you think we you think we hate scammers (laughs) i guess there's gotta be nothing scammier than that now i will say this i appreciate this story because it gives me a reason to never give to these now i have a new reason i already wasn't giving them the money 
but now i get to be like uh well it could be a scammer oh yeah child you know me i don't be picking up the phone no way Mm. yeah i don't normally pick it up either Mm -mm. i'm black and i'm proud i guess i'm on them old people to be like who is this and why is you calling yeah uh let's see what else happened oh somebody is being messy because apparently they done leaked all the united states secret government business on the social media apps okay online leak of scores of highly classified documents about the ukraine war present a very serious risk to national security and senior leaders are quickly taking steps to mitigate the damage a top pentagon spokesman said monday and as the public airing of the data sends shockwaves across the u.s government the white house said there are concerns that could be there could be additional leaks now what's interesting is like some of the leaks it's not that they're not serious i'm sure they're very serious especially if you work in government mm-hmm. but some of the leaks are so like it just sound like gossip it's like mm, you know what i heard i heard that uh united states don't really like south korea the way they be acting like they like them i heard they be talking shit girl like it's a lot of that it <laughs> <laughs> did our coverage of it is like it's gonna be awkward at the g3 summit when joe biden has to talk to south korea it's like a reality show oh yeah because that's all the people care about right but with governments like it shouldn't be <laughs> it's a reality show with governments you know what i mean like mm, girl i heard they don't really fuck with macron but you ain't heard it from me though yeah life and death and wars and shit and they like uh what's on the next station man what what do you hear what they be really saying about Zelensky when he ain't around <laughs> okay they be acting like they cool and shit in his face but then i heard when he ain't around they say his breath stank now how he gonna how joe biden gonna deal with that next week i'm like ain't it a war should it matter should it matter uh but yeah um they've had to hold daily meetings to assess the damage set up a group not only to assess the scope of information loss but to review who has access to those briefings Mm -hmm. they're looking closely at how this type of information is distributed and to whom Oh yeah, it's gonna be more. They're gonna shut shit down. Gonna be more checks and balances. Gonna be more walls. Gonna be more. You need permission, and why do you need this information? And they gonna start being like, why? They are gonna start tracking who touches it, how often they touch it, what's your reasoning for touching it? You logging in the system like they trace anyway, but they are gonna start tracing even more. I'm gonna tell you like this: someone going to jail. Yes, they are and the thing with us is we be all for someone going to jail for this shit and then you give it a few years for they actually go to trial and shit and then all of a sudden everybody start folding after they get punished because that's the cycle with these whistleblower ass niggas that be fucking up people's uh the the the, the like safety and and shit mm-hmm. overseas we always start feeling bad eventually and be like is this eric snowden that bad i'm like yes nigga yes, he is he puts I, people's lives in danger i'm gonna keep the same energy just letting y'all know so when the when the shit starts breaking down and it's like you know reality winner or whatever the fuck i'm not gonna be like well you know she's just a little white girl that just no man you got to deal with the consequences you can't be doing this shit but uh yeah it's gonna be interesting to see what happens but right now everybody's covering it like it's caddy you know mm-hmm. uh all right let's see um florida bill seeks to prohibit discussions of periods by young girls in schools florida republicans are pushing a series of bills on gender diversity that are set to become law including a sexual health bill proposed by stan mcclain 
GLP lawmaker. The bill would prohibit girls from discussing their menstrual cycles in school, prompting criticism from feminist advocates. During a hearing, state rep Ashley Grant questioned McLean on whether the proposed legislation would prohibit young girls from discussing their periods in school, to which he responded that it would. McLean later clarified that his bill would not intend to punish girls who approach teachers with questions about their menstrual cycle. Despite the blowback from critics, including the Florida Alliance of Planned Parenthood affiliates, shit (laughs) more like in not despite but in spite Mm -hmm. anyway um mclean's bill passed on a party line vote um so yeah this is also a cost of this is what karen always talks about you oh what you always talk about where it's like people come for trans people people come for lgbtq people and then the ways that it affects cisgendered people seems to be this thing that either gets put on the back burner or people just kind of think won't it won't come to that and it always is going to end up coming to that if you're marginalized within any way the the the, the majority rule the the power possession is not tenth of the law type of power that the republicans wield they don't stop at oh let's stop at this two percent of the population they keep it going for as much as they can get get away with Right, because the, the the thing is, I, they want to eradicate anything that's not like them. Anything that's not like them. Even their own women. They want to eradicate. They want to control everything around them. That is the whole purpose of white supremacy. It's white first, everything else second. Actually, white man first. White woman get a little trickle of it. Mm-hmm. But she can still be a victim of it. Mm-hmm. And everybody else oh lord forbid if you're not white you you you, you're part of the problem too it all goes downhill from there and it's not going to stop that's why you need to fight for all people's rights everybody's rights even if you don't think it matters fight for their rights because that's that the individualism i was telling you about before everybody's individualized black people white people asian people everybody's doing their own thing nobody ever really thinks about and and, and you talk to people particularly everybody want to have a fucking oppression olympics well bitch we all being oppressed don't we have that in common ain't we all being oppressed it don't matter how oppressed your oppression is we all being pushed down but you can't it's very hard to get people to to get out their own biases and get out their own feelings about how the white man has done them worse than the white man has done somebody else well the common factor is the white man let's look at his ass but everybody won't look at these other factors and it's very very frustrating when you look at this because when you talk about elementary school girls and people who have periods have their periods in elementary school i got my period at fucking nine years old i was in fucking elementary school what are we talking about here people right i agree uh but you know what not everybody oppression is the same karen there are different degrees of oppression and we had a slew of people that wanted to be oppressed uh before the pandemic and i feel like the earth is healing we're getting our recipes back because muslim activist raquel saraswati Mm -hmm. allegedly lied about being south asian arab and latin her mother says she's white as the driven snow okay now that's the driven snow we back baby <laughs> we are back <laughs> you love to see it this is the kind of we mess back to, we make our own oppressions this is the kind of mess we've been covering okay we love to see a white woman 
try to slide up in the party with some with some um dolazal okay um <laughs> now they even put in the article her picture next to dolazal like look at these two white women you love to see it okay um <laughs> the earth is healing apparently it is i i listen i don't know it's, it's like do the white women like did they just go to the beach for a weekend get back look in the mirror realize they got like a a, a slight tan and they'd be like you know what i'm gonna ride this out you know I'm a, i could get away with this i can't go full black but i could i could say something i could say i'm south asian arab and latin up in this bitch okay i'm gonna be <laughs> yeah and then, you come and in then, my house i'm gonna have some non bread some taco i'm gonna make non bread tacos <laughs> <laughs> with a little bit of curry it's gonna be a fusion up in this bitch because <laughs> i'm brown today oh boy and then, and then you have black women that look just like her going but bitch i'm really black like i'm black the fuck i know is this? i know people wonder this this is the part and you know because they like like the people that this will happen to would be light-skinned they can't really complain too much on social media because you know then the colorism argument gonna start and people gonna be like you know i was a slave and your ass is mad because rachel dolezal you know so you can't even say nothing uh but yeah um she uh apparently uh in february uh right raquel raquel evita saraswati a muslim activist was exposed for posing as a woman of color the intercept reported saraswati claimed to be of arab south asian and latin descent and was the chief equity inclusion and culture officer of the american friends service committee of peace and social justice organization they be getting them high positions too boy first of all we covered this on the show already most of those officer positions went to white people in the first place they didn't go to black people put it that way but secondly this means the number might even be lower than we thought because some of these people they was counting as brown were secret white women okay so we don't even know what the real number is if you want you add the secret white women in there but according to her friends and family she was born rachel elizabeth seidel oh they always switch the name up too so raquel evita saraswati because you see how she tried to make sure she got all the all the races up in her raquel evita saraswati did her real name rachel elizabeth seidel girl you are white salt and pepper to taste okay you you know you boil your your eggs come on now <laughs> come on now <laughs> you know your potato salad is white and not yellow come on now i'm as white as the driven snow and so is she her mother told the intercept that's the other thing the moms the parents be fed up yeah the yeah, parents be the parents fed is up. like why is you ashamed of your race yeah the parent the parents when they when, whenever the news interviewed the parents because those our parents is like this too when they interviewed her they was like hey uh-uh nope no we not no, they we got not. tired of that they was like we ain't gonna go through this no more we tired of our friends looking at us like we crazy knowing you a whole ass white child she a full ass white girl we raised a full white she we don't know what happened <laughs> we don't know this ain't on us y'all this ain't on us and then here's the thing they don't just be brown they got to overachieve that's how you know they white because they they be accomplished as fuck that's how you know they white accomplished without the struggle just just showing up it's like well what does this fake white woman do they never be a fake white woman 
working at Lowe's. There's an average fake white woman. That's what I'm saying. They never be a fake white woman. It's just like, what do you do? Oh, I work at Winn Dixie. I stock shelves. Oh, okay. No, it'd be like I'm the head chief of diversity and inclusion <laughs> at the <laughs> University yes! of. It's like, damn. <laughs> she landed the prominent diversity position at the AFSC because it seemed that there was an element of lived experience and understanding of lived experience of a queer Muslim multi-ethnic woman a human resource professional involved in her hiring told the Intercept yeah now she got three with two three groups of people mad at her now going the fuck is this yeah and it like who knows what her interview was like because see this is the issue with social media it's not it's no one can change it's not our fault there's no way to go back but because so many people have told our business professionally mm-hmm. there's so many black tm people that you know they they their content is talking about blackness mm-hmm. but it's also extremely easy to co-op learn and copy yes it is you know most of the movements uh online i'm a bit skeptical of a lot of the movements because some of them adopt so much directly from black movements that is like even when it don't line up they try to pretend like it does it's like that's not the same nope like yeah i hear what you're trying to say but that's not it's like when you seen people marching after that asian officer shot a black kid and had got sentenced for it and asian people were marching but they were marching for his right to shoot a black kid and get away right we're not marching for the same things Mm-mm. like what your solidarity not my solidarity dog <laughs> like like those are two very different conclusions we're arriving at just because you marching down the same street don't mean we marching for the same shit right and i think that's that's what happens but because a lot of this stuff is like the language and the you know as they call it internet speak when it's just black slang and shit a lot of this stuff is uh, is co-opted so yeah it makes sense that people will be able to ride that co-opting to prestigious situations i mean these secret white women we was covering were all like professors authors mm-hmm. activists mm-hmm. like they because that's they the other thing circles an activist is just like a stand-up comedian you really don't have to have credentials to be one no you don't you get on that stage you a stand-up comedian you could be shitty at open mics or you could be fucking selling out madison square garden stand-up comedian go in your bio either way and the same thing is for activists um anyway so she uh apparently they said they pushed members published an anonymous letter on february 10th raising concerns about her background and how her alleged misrepresentations hurt marginalized people first of all anonymous Mm-mm. somebody found that shit out no 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 no. they published an anonymous letter uh, to to say okay. hey we don't like this hey man i'll put my name on it me too i'll put my name on that shit y'all soft put y'all name on that shit don't, let her feel that energy when she walk in the room and be like yes we the people that don't like what you doing like she's still getting to walk in the room and be like well it's anonymous so if y'all don't want to put your chest behind it i'm not going to anyway uh let's talk about the diversity meeting like yes i said it and it is a problem because somebody who quote-unquote really had the lived experience needs to be here you haven't lived it what the fuck are you talking about and why is you here there have been attempts to since 2015 to call for accountability in light of her cultural vulturism the letter read 2015 she just resigned tuesday or whatever like a couple weeks ago so so this woman was skating for 20 this is why you gotta put your name on things this, this is why you gotta let her know it's you because she she out here apparently yeah, she out here doing the white woman a white woman is going you ain't talking about me boo-doo, boo-doo, boo-doo. it really
really is crazy how people be faking race anyway um but yeah and then they go into the history of a bunch of people faking race and shit uh but uh yeah man i just thought that was such a wild story but it means the earth is healing apparently it is you know we we really love to see it honestly um let's go you know <laughs> let's fucking get back let's get out here get <laughs> kids shooting each other the the mass shooting is back up uh you know the the kids gotta have curfew colombian crack is back the colombian crack who would have thought that the fake women of color is being the the white women being exposed i mean shit man how y'all not Ooh, it just feels so good you know to, to be back um all right let's get into a different segment let's do some uh fucking with black people oh fuck with black people we go around the globe find different articles make us feel fuck with sign point scores of zero to 100 intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody it's my mom's favorite segment everybody uh uh u.s black people wait u.s black couple i almost read that wrong because i was gonna say us black couple <laughs> i was like uh, us that doesn't make any sense <laughs> right a u.s black couple settles lawsuit over whitewashed home valuation a u.s black couple has settled a lawsuit with a real estate appraiser whom they accused of giving their home a low valuation because of their race tanisha tate austin and paul austin's house was valued in 2020 at nearly a million dollars much less than expected they asked for an appraisal with another firm this time with a white friend posing as a california homeowner and it was valued at 1.5 million dollars according to the official figures 92.4 percent of home appraisers are white damn in 2021 the federal home loan mortgage corporation released a study of 12 million appraisals over five years showing that homes in black hispanic neighborhoods were routinely undervalued Mm -hmm. this is that thing man like and i'll knock anybody please do not take this personal but a lot of times we like present shit as like a way out of racism one of the big ones is like owning property and homes and stuff and it's always like you know crossover ain't nothing but a double cross it just don't never work the right way for us it doesn't mean it can't work at all it doesn't mean that it's not smart to own a home or something like that but a lot of times the shit that are supposed to be inalienable rights that are supposed to be equalizing factors in our society are not for black people right you know same thing with gun ownership a bunch of stuff where it's just like this is what it should be and it's like but it never is is it no it never is and uh you know that's a tactic that a lot of uh i've seen a lot of black people increasingly over the years been doing they literally will take out everything in their home that recognize they even will live somewhere else mm-hmm. put all that shit in storage redo their shit you know and a lot of times where it is now a lot of them are like i don't even want to meet the people y'all do everything like mm-hmm. hire somebody white to sell everything 
and they was like nope and everything go through so they can get their money because i was like y'all not gonna cheat me just because you think a nigga done lived here and it's fucking ridiculous that it's that way right the city has a large african-american population 38 percent 38 percent so you talking about a good portion of the home market is gonna just be black people's homes that they've lived in i I can't imagine being that fuck first of all i can't even imagine being that kind of racist like i can't imagine being like wait what kind of people lived here (laughs) i don't think so like yeah they said they get lower offers and everything that's what i'm saying like i can't even imagine like that is so ridiculous to me you're if you're moving into a home that's not brand new someone lived there before you right and and it definitely don't work the other way like you can't be black and be like white people lived here oh i'm gonna need to lower my offer to six hundred thousand. i'm sorry i just uh i I thought i I was moving into a black owned previously home I, i don't know about this um in 2020 when interest rates were historically low the couple decided to refinance their mortgage the year before a company had appraised a four-bedroom property for one million four hundred fifty thousand after they made major improvements including adding square footage but when they decided to refinance in 2020 to take advantage of low rates they were appraised for just a million dollars what so then they we lost money so then they got a white woman to pose the homeowner and they got it back up to 1.4 million and then they sued right because now we have evidence that shows that the difference was the color of the skin yep zero to 100 oh this gets a jacara shit like this makes me mad and this right. one of those things where and i understand home ownership and all this stuff but this is one of those things where you know for a lot of people they was like the fuck i'm gonna buy a home for it this is not guaranteed wealth this is not guaranteed that it's going to benefit me it's just not you know, I, I, and I understand that there are people that are pro home ownership and there's nothing wrong with that if you choose that way for you, but it's not guaranteed that for everybody. Yeah, I don't like it because I'm just imagining when they're selling the home and you know how you have to walk around the home and they must have been walking around like opening up the cabinets like, mm, that smells like Lowry's. I think we're gonna have to come off of the price, Helen. <laughs> I smell like shea butter. I don't. Mm, I'm looking in these. I'm looking in the sink. I see a curly hair. Hmm. What could that mean? Sounds like the offer needs to come down a little bit more. These walls feel like they have felt the rockings of bebops and fuck the police. No, mm-hmm. we're gonna have to drop drop the rates. Nope can't do it uh yeah i give her your cars as well tcu becomes the first hbcu to win a national title at the college national cheerleading championship let's go uh cheerleaders from texas southern university may uh oh tsu i said tcu my bad texas southern university made history this past weekend when they became the first team from an hbcu to win the college national championship of the national cheerleaders association the tigers who were competing in the division one of the chair spirit rally started the preliminary round with a performance of 94.05 a raw score of 94.3 and performance score of 23.5125 numbers i don't know what they mean i don't watch these events Mm -mm. but i do love to see black people succeed Mm -hmm. um and i'm glad zero to 100 uh it still gets a hundred because how long they probably been doing this championship for hundreds of years this is the first time that a, 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 a hbcu has ever won it word word like niggas ain't been cheerleading cheerleading since cheerleading right yeah i don't know if it's hundreds of years but it's been a whatever long, it is it's a long time it's definitely been a long time for this to be a first right um here's here's 
some videos of them uh this after they won holding a big ass trophy down at the beach i don't see nothing moving oh really Y'all i see, see the little commercial on the side but i don't see the clips hmm. moving oh okay uh, this, it does this it does this hold on this is a new thing hold on so if i share something it's gotta be the twitter screen that okay so now y'all should be able to see it um there you go that's them celebrating going out to the beach mm-hmm. this is okay make us smaller huh make us smaller make her smaller. us smaller us small yeah because you got us happening? you got us blown up and the picture small on the side okay i i don't i can't so there I you can, go i can't see my screen at the same time that i show y'all this stuff that's uh, why i don't know okay uh okay but uh this is them when they won yeah that's dope man you know i i am happy congrats to them yes i am happy and i am excited and i wish them the best uh my pro the only problem that i have is whenever we win shit racism racism so i could see them coming around changing rules changing regulations making it harder just doing some fuck bullshit whatever it is that they did they gonna find a way to skirt around and make it a reason why they gonna nick points you know because mm-hmm. for some reason when we show up with black excellence all of a sudden like tiger woods all of a sudden they quote unquote we had to tiger proof the court we gotta make it harder we gotta up the states like but we all are even right we just have to be better than them bitches but now since we better than them bitches are uh, now the rules change i hope they keep the shits the same and don't be tic-tacking and taking off points and shit just because all right yeah i feel you i uh that's, that's, i'm that's gonna enjoy hundred huh that's the biggest reason why i get a hundred just racist okay i'm gonna I'm <laughs> give it a zero i'm gonna enjoy this while it lasts uh props to those girls props mm-hmm. to the cheerleading team uh as a unit um glad they made history um and i I, and i do hope for their continued success the same way but uh today is a good day it is and i don't feel fucked with um georgia football coach apparently um uh, had a tape that he leaked of his own i believe um oh shit and yeah and and the people was was not feeling it here's the tape it's a racist video of mark taylor of warner robbins warner vegas commenting about black people in the city of atlanta uga hashtag okay bunch of stuff downtown atlanta row coming up here and just got a conference with the legislature real estate thing and all in uh downtown atlanta staying here at the uh, omni hotel over here by the cnn ain't seen a white person in sight homeless ones on the street every restaurant looking in here is black every car beside them is black they can have atlanta now you know up until this point i gotta say not really that offended i agree like 
uh, <laughs> it's niggas everywhere okay i've been to atlanta myself and uh you don't see a lot of white people and and black people can have atlanta and we do have atlanta and and so okay 30 seconds in yeah they're trying to gentrify it though trust 30 seconds in though you know i i i, I kind of we kind of on the same shit used to be a fun place to come to up here uh-oh they can have this place right here and stuff yeah ain't no way ain't no way just need to there, there, there's your yeah well it was, a, it was just a sign up there it had obama and all them on there mm, you know obama is a trigger point you know obama is a trigger point whenever white people don't like obama i, I start looking sideways because it's always it means something this nigga was the most milk toast acceptable black excellent nigga of all time he he was he was giving y'all a lot of a lot of slack he was being very nice he was the first he was on that jackie robinson shit he wasn't trying to wait, start no shit with y'all he, he did everything to bend over backwards and you don't like this nigga mm. Mm. Yeah, stuff man so, yeah it's all that's up here that's all that's up here man and stuff is just crap yeah yeah you and boy need to come up here and go hunting yeah hunting in atlanta who need to go hunting i don't know who he's talking about who he's talking to on the phone but i'm saying what kind of hunting we clearly not talking about animals not right he's been talking about black people the whole time mm-hmm. you and boy need to come up here and go hunting yeah and stuff man ain't nothing here dog ain't nothing but blacks up here first of all you saying dog that's our thing even racist people be stealing our shit mm-hmm. listen my dog these niggers gotta go <laughs> cause we cool <laughs> listen listen gang uh these, <laughs> these listen 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 here my wildies listen wildie these motherfucking blacks are on my last goddamn nerve okay no cap <laughs> now y'all listen y'all need to come up here because you know they got the ops out here and you know what i'm saying y'all got to get the bussing all it is atlanta's done gone down man just gone bro look at this nigga trying to pull out in front of me right here oh oh, oh it got worse oh it got worse i thought that was already bad he really called this black woman well she didn't hear but he called her the n-word yeah he got his windows rolled up yeah yeah he's saying it inside with his quiet voice come on look at this nigger trying to nah, nah, nah. look at this nigger trying to pull out in front of me right here look at this nigger trying to pull out in front of me mind right and here. her business right hey do you see did you see that that tree right there yeah did you see that tree right there row will hang oh he's gonna say something about lynching will hang you from that tree yeah okay now i just want to hear what he sound like when he be recruiting because if he's a coach uh so this is a coach he's a football trainer in georgia uh and a coach is is what he sound like when he recruiting do he sound like this when he in your house and they asking for your kid to come i'm gonna treat him just like they my own son you know that shit because you it's no way he's a football coach and doesn't have interactions with black people right it's no it's impossible so clearly this motherfucker be saying this shit uh privately but not at his profession this is this is his his actual picture what he looked like um 
damn man that's that's yeah and, oof, and that's bad and you know the way it is now with the portal and shit it possibly cost them recruits like it ain't like it used to be yeah i don't know where he coaches at though because like i don't it says atlanta trainer he has a georgia helmet but i don't know that that means he oh, coaches at georgia okay um you know so i don't know where exactly you know what the repercussions would be um you know the fact that he looked at this <laughs> racism is so crazy the fact that he looked at this beautiful black woman and was like that's a nigger trying to pull out in front of me is just that Ooh. Oof, boy. yeah and that's why i tell people that, that you know people when it comes to it is white and other i know people like to do the nuances and like to no that's not the way they look at it you either white or you're not yeah he's a high school coach according to this to social media um but yeah he, he started he, he has more than one video apparently what yeah i didn't yeah it's, this is crazy they're trying to be on on the summer jam screen and he was old school racist like he talking about hanging people uh marks and uh, to everyone's utter surprise marks next call next call room service and address them with the n-word asking them to bring him some chicken wings and two prostitutes he disturbingly demanded that one of the prostitutes be a white girl and the other one be a red bone who who oh you see see that's not the is. red bone you know who was a red bone that girl that was at the light she sure was they they hate what they love white people crazy man mm-hmm. racism is irrational and illogical i will continue to say that i don't man i knew a dude that like was deep in like hip-hop and like quote and like he loved black culture but it felt like a fetishization to me but he was like a rapper and all this stuff and i remember like his politics though being like he's like he loved ronald reagan and shit and i'll be like how the fuck can you even claim to love our culture and don't know that ronald reagan's a goddamn devil and that doesn't you never gonna find a, any nigga that love him nope that 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 people really My whole fuck with family like was like fuck that nigga yeah like you're not gonna find people that you're not gonna find a lot of black people like that i'm sure there's some but you're not gonna find a lot Mm-mm. this is crazy anyway uh zero to hundred. Oh, that gets a jacaris and you know uh people like this is not trying to be funny why i tell people to get your ass out there motherfucking vote and all that shit because these are the people that are in places of authority well i don't know there is a voting situation for him though i mean not a voting situation for him but my thing is people like him exist Mm -hmm. and they're not going to change so you have to put people in places going to make laws for people like him and people around him like he might not go do it but somebody else who he talking to might go do it and i don't want to be a victim of some shit and not have any consequences or repercussions because the right people are in office to implement laws to protect me yeah i think george you don't have to worry about that in atlanta but yeah maybe the state of georgia uh he also was found guilty of stalking a woman in 2007 he was sentenced to probation in 2009 he's convicted of making harassing phone calls to his ex-wife who filed a domestic violence case against him he was previously on probation for interfering with witnesses by intimidating his former fiance all these convictions caused one of his probations to be revoked and he was sent to prison and later released in 2012 in 2016 his probation was partially lifted by judge george nunn which was fulfilled in 2017 <clears throat> so he's also a criminal he's where he's, he's talking about the town going to niggers and, and 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 not seeing enough white people 
and this motherfucker's a whole ass criminal anyway uh i give him a dracars because i just think about the fact that he works in a sport whereas no there's zero percent chance he doesn't come into contact with black people every day and this is how he really feels mm-hmm. right right and so you know if i'm a player or a current player i'm looking like hey doll i don't want him in here like i would yeah. go demand that like the fuck is he doing here i'm a nigga to him no i refuse to participate and play what the fuck is this yeah yeah if he still has a job that's insane last one the black culture platforms that push right-wing extremism the shave room and no jumper are ostensibly designed to reach black audiences and both have become hubs of extremist disinformation this is from jahan jones at msnbc uh but yeah it goes on to talk about how um media matters the progressive media watchdog published a report last month about the hip-hop and black culture podcast no jumper and its creator adam 22 now we play clips from no jumper mm-hmm. on bossy sports mm-hmm. and it's I, I don't follow the whole thing i didn't even know this stuff this is all news to me mm-hmm. i only would see like when he would have like nba groupies on and they'd be like right you know odell beckham shot on my chest or whatever the fuck but this one apparently um in his other podcasts and stuff i haven't seen he talks about um gang culture usually involving black youth misogyny through crass interviews and coverage uh he's apparently uh made a more explicitly racist turn over the past year no jumper has delved into platforming viral hate figures including white nationalists neo-nazis misogynists and notorious anti-semites the show has a massive reach on social media with over 4.5 million youtube subscribers 1.2 million twitter followers 3 million instagram followers and 2.1 tiktok million tiktok followers clips from the podcast are also available on snapchat and the show has a large discord following additionally clips of viral hate figures appearances on the show have been posted on tiktok by various users grand mason uh who is the the white dude adam who is white now invites white supremacists and races onto the show that has many black staff members and was born out of covering hip-hop and black culture this transitional period for the podcast comes at a time when grand mason faces criticism for report of pat reports of past predatory behavior yeah he's been accused of like uh grooming underage girls and all this other shit oh no um what what i find interesting about this is his show is very successful the people that are in competition with him are people that like charlamagne joe button Mm -hmm. uh nori you know the drink champs and i've been seeing this trend where like nori had a picture of him and tucker carlson and like they were chummy pals and had a caption that was like how come only one of us gets hate or something like that or some you know some shit like that trying to make it look like y'all don't y'all be taking it easy on tucker carlson but not me he also had a tweet where he said uh something about should i have andrew tate on the podcast right um and what it makes me think about is just the fact that the structure of how podcasting is set up and how people make money mm-hmm. being so much attention driven not necessarily yeah. integrity moral it's, content driven of yeah. you know it's like got numbers the easiest way like what's what's harder for nori and charlamagne and them to actually like read a book and then have somebody on and talk about it people don't really want to hear that Mm-mm. but if you pile around with like a you know uh uh one of these like 
proud bros or something like that like all of a sudden it's like well um people will click on that like it might not be good content it might not be deep it might not be funny nuanced any of that but it is like people like a fight people like Mm -hmm. if they don't like a fight they like two people sitting around that are supposed to not be on the same side and and just even if they're just patting on themselves on the back like we're having a conversation you know um it's it's so i just find it interesting i think it is there's something to it because like a lot of the blogs shade room um even baller alert like a lot of these places they do traffic in a lot of right-wing stuff like it's a lot of like transphobic shit or you know posting a picture of zaya wade and then not leaving a caption or comment but letting the comments be completely fucked up and not turning them off on purpose like they know what they're doing because it goes viral yeah like oh here's another little boosie video uh you know like so like the because the content is the content they're gonna get the clicks off the content Mm -hmm. you know this i I guess being on the side of thing you just see the game right you like you know um like like here's like here's one that's kind of harmless and fun right i love for all nerds when a new trailer drops from marvel they post the trailer to their account right it's it's is for them you're gonna get more clicks i'm posting the trailer to your account than just like sending a link from marvel which gives marvel the clicks and marvel the comments but i'm trying to siphon off for my brand right so i'm gonna put hey what do y'all think about this and then we go have a community and a conversation over in that comments correct well imagine if a motherfucker because that's just marvel we all love that that's harmless but if a motherfucker was like mm, we can get a clip of us talking to um you know somebody from the boogaloo boys and they're saying racist shit and i'm just sitting there going mm-hmm, oh man that's crazy that'll go viral that's just that's that's a moral choice you see what i'm saying like yeah that's not just a movie trailer that's you making a decision and like i want the clicks that come with tucker carlson you know uh we've seen it when Charlemagne had Tam- tammy lauren uh i don't even know tommy lauren when he had tommy lauren on his show and it was like and they took a picture together and it was like a big troll moment of like ooh, and then people go check it out or people spread the clips or people get upset so all i'm saying is this a lot of the right wing stuff i don't even know if these people believe it i don't even know if it matters if they believe it but they're in competition with no jumper yes they are so, all trying to cipher off of some of the same audience so nori right? didn't see like no, i don't think nori sees it and goes man this nigga spitting i gotta get this dude on my show i think he About says numbers. they got how many views mm-hmm. okay go get me andrew tate i want to get six million views on my next video because at the end of the day they don't really have a moral compass or give a fuck about the community in that way they want the credit for giving a fuck but they don't really give a fuck because if you really gave a fuck you'd be like i'm not putting this person on my platform in no way shape or form because i'm that's that's disgusting i would not i don't want to sit down with this person but when you chasing the numbers you'll sit down with anybody yeah because because like i said it's about numbers and it's about catching them all and there are some people who job and some people do really really well of catching them all but when you catch them all although i'm not trying to find you have to lower quality when you catch them all (laughs) because catching them all you you know you have to talk on a a more common denominator 
and for a lot of people they won't even admit it to themselves a lot of people really love and i'm i mean i do to an extent but you know they really love very stupid very ignorant very we're not trying to challenge your brain and your thought process type of shit a lot of times that's how you catch them all yeah it's i mean it's just i don't think i think it's the competitive nature that turns it into this because this is Mm -hmm. what sells in america but like also i wouldn't be surprised if your favorite blogs are getting checks from some like you know like there's times where i read an article on a black blog and if you like and like so i'll copy and paste the headline into google to to make sure it's verified because sometimes motherfuckers be just talking and sometimes it'd be actual news right and one of the things i keep finding is those headlines in a lot of cases will take you straight up into uh like the daily news or um the uh like a right wing kind of like rag you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. the daily mail mm-hmm. uh the new york post and it's like oh that's what i get it from. this is well not that's where they get it from but this is a direct like there's a relationship they're not posting that shit for free Mm-mm. like there's some sort of affiliation of like this is another way to disseminate the new york post but make it seem like it's not right wing it's right. now it's a black now now it's on a black blog and most of us would never think to click on it and go let me search and see who else is talking about this oh the only other people really talking about this are all right wing blogs right and we can get caught up in that shit too you know a lot of you know people like to just say that's the uh, quote unquote the other side but now we get caught up and swept in it too uh and it's one of those things we can fall for the conspiracies too just as bad and just as hard and i'm not a hardcore person in like like i'll click on a daily mail link or read a new but you gotta read the shit and you gotta know the source and know where it's coming from mm-hmm. and honestly i'd suggest that shit with everybody like um unless it's like a mainstream news site i you know all this shit is a little bit everybody got some agenda they're promoting i I remember i used to read um i stopped covering god now i can't remember because i stopped using their articles but y'all those who are familiar with the news articles will recognize what i'm talking about but it will always be a clip where it's like they will always cover like the news i want to say it's like media something but they will always cover the news it's not media takeout and they will always be like it would be just like a clip from the daily show and it'd be like john stewart lobotomizes mitch mcconnell or whatever and you're like i cannot i know what i know what you're talking about yeah and you're like what that like you play the clip and it can never live up to the headline because the 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 clip is like you know (laughs) you know the clip is trevor noah assassinates uh rush limbaugh <laughs> on live television and you click on it it's just like trevor Noah being really smart and saying smart stuff and rush limbaugh mostly just not saying anything and it's just like okay well uh, that was that was weird and then false you, advertisement and i realized like you know what they got me i clicked they got you i clicked i hit play to go see um and i think that's that's what's happening raw story thank you greg i think it was raw story oh no mediaite carrie you right greg your points are being rescinded um <laughs> mediaite i had to stop covering articles on mediaite because it would just feel like false advertising it was always over promising because their bias was to liberal people like me to get me to click on it and i would click on it because i'm like oh somebody dunked on trump and then you click on it, you're like they didn't really dunk on him at all that he just they just talked for five seconds and you called it a dunk Mm-hmm. but uh yeah all that to say man um yeah these i'm not surprised at all i think it's a i would not be shocked to find out that it's money behind this shit 
like straight up because i've seen some of these places pedal like vaccine anti-vax shit i've seen them kind of flirt with you know uh transphobia and homophobia and all this stuff you know it's a very amoral game for a lot of people that that even though they sell blackness and they're up and they use their blackness bona fides to uh to make money it don't necessarily mean they care about black people more than they care about they check like i'm not right. saying, i'm not saying this is the same as like a candace owens or something where mm-hmm. they literally their whole claim to fame is like i'm a I, i'm a black person that's a white supremacist i don't think it's the same but it ain't that far off like one of the things i realized about like the brilliant idiots because I, I never could listen to it because i just thought andrew schultz was was bullshit and i thought he was racist and him palling around with Charlemagne never made me feel like it was okay you know um and i'm and i'm only using their names as an example because I, I i people can either understand what i'm talking about or not but i always felt like yeah andrew schultz is the problem on that show that's what i would think but then you know doing this for a living doing this for a long time i'm like he wasn't the problem andrew schultz is the target audience Yes. They want a bunch of Andrew Schultz's listening because that's how you get no jumper to get that many millions. That's not black people making it that many millions. Mm-hmm. That's not all black people, all black dudes. Mm-hmm. It's a lot that's of white people. Sponsorships and all that stuff. Yeah, because yeah. trust us, we know to get those numbers, mm-hmm. you have to cross over. And there's a lot of white people. And those white people are racist, but like hip hop, like Andrew. And yep. so they go, they you know they're they're the ones that are gonna laugh at the Me Too stories and stories of rape and shit. They're, those are those people, and it's not a coincidence that he's on that platform. It's not a coincidence that they want Andrew Tate to come on to you know um, Drink Champs. There's not a even if he never comes on, it's not a coincidence that that's your thinking, because for a lot of people that's unconscionable. But here you go, zero to hundred. I forgot what this shit you're talking about. Sorry. Okay, never mind then. Uh, black blogs being used as right wing propaganda. Uh, okay, because we started going going off on, going off on some other stuff. Um, I would give this a 100, and the biggest reason why is because a lot of it is, is trickery, mm-hmm. and a lot of times you don't care about the community, um, or you care, but you care as far as your paycheck goes. And the second something else comes or another trend comes along or something else pays better, you'll leave that and go on to that too. It's like you you're following the money. And so that matters to me. Yeah, I give it a uh Dracaris, man. It's cause it's just if you say the name of those places, most people think of them as places within our culture and it's it's sad that that can be used uh as cover for them sliding in obviously overtly conservative right-wing bullshit mm-hmm. um all right that's it for fucking with black people let's do some guest race it's time to guess the 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 race all right guess the race time we go around the globe find different articles guess the race of the people involved karen plays along today's contestants everybody i mean karen and the chat room they racist 
uh she loves when i make a mistake <laughs> no joke i've ever written made it last that hard all right guys let's go to the first article a youtuber is hospitalized after being shot during a prank video a youtuber oh, has been hospitalized after being shot while filming a prank video this happened sunday at a mall in virginia officials say 21 year old tanner cook was shot in the stomach by 31 year old alan Colley. cook was trying to prank Colley on video for his channel classified goons Colley now faces three charges including use of a firearm to commit a felony cook says the incident won't stop him from making prank videos now what i don't understand is how i'm charged with a felony right this gives me a motherfucking 100 that's about as bad as when that uh 100 we playing guess the race but okay no uh no they didn't hear anything baby no sound oh these niggas didn't hear anything Mm -hmm. oh my god this Mm -hmm. is uh, uh what the fuck <laughs> all right hold on, hold on hold on it's only 30 seconds just let me go to a different uh browser and y'all let me know if y'all can hear me no problem uh so it's like it works sometimes some days and some days it don't um all right um trying to see if i can get it to play in firefox um but uh it's not get it's it's guess the race karen it's not um Oh, oh yeah i was gonna say the, re- the reason why i know we're not playing that but the reason why i gave it a hundred is about as bad as that white man minding his business and them niggas coming in there fuck with him and then he gets arrested i'm like no fuck you why you bothering him oh yeah in the airport yes that's why i get a hundred because remind me of that bullshit leave people alone i shot you i shouldn't be charged with shit don't be bothering people okay but even in that case like that's not would that have been a hundred wasn't that man white that was being fucked with yes but i'm i'm still okay. you know how much am i fucked with and then okay. get 100 okay all right karen's making new rules uh for some ah! reason the video doesn't want to load on um in firefox oh uh, no yeah hold on i might have one more i'll give it one more try guys we'll see if this works ah uh, fuck <laughs> i was like why why are y'all making this so hard um all right let's see um god that didn't work hold on uh all right it's loading mm-hmm. uh, it's trying to play let me know can y'all hear this while filming a prank video Hold on, let me rewind it. This happened Sunday at a mall in Virginia. Officials say 21-year-old Tanner Cook was shot in the stomach by 31-year-old Alan Cawley. Cook was trying to prank Cawley on video for his channel Classified Goons. Cawley now faces three charges, including use of a firearm to commit a felony. Cook says the incident won't stop him from making prank videos. All right, Karen, guess the race of Tanner Cook of Certified Goons. Oh, Tanner Cook is white. Karen saying white for Tanner Cook. Let's check the chat room, see what they believe for his race. Um, um, and I don't know the race of the person that shot him, so we can't guess that. Yeah, I'm sorry. It just, it just, that just bothers me. It's like, you're doing, you're doing a prank. I'm not in on a prank. Then I get fined for, for fucking you up for fucking with me. That don't make sense. Leave me alone white of house find out white and stupid white dumbass all tiktok you don't stop white tanner so white play too fucking much white everybody said white on this one and everyone got it right (laughs) 
yeah that's crazy mm-hmm. like i wonder what the prank was you know because they they don't say exactly what the prank was i think they said something it involved google translate is what they said but they don't say like well let's see the shooter alan coley was working for doordash at the time and told cook multiple times to get away from him uh the youtuber is known for pulling audacious practical jokes on unsuspecting audacious practical jokes for unsuspecting strangers some of his videos include fake target thug employee frank fake vomit on uber drivers and taking rackets from tennis players prank that's what i'm talking about you was bound to get your ass whooped a shot you just randomly harassing people dog right um yeah all right so let's go to the next one karen is one of one so far mm-hmm. uh let's see uh a 78 78 year old missouri woman was arrested on bank robbery charges oh shit shit robbing banks bonnie gooch walked in to gopert financial bank <laughs> that's not like enough you're in the middle of two buck two down that's in the middle of nowhere two buck two gulch Shimba you're in the, you're in the, that's what i meant <laughs> you up in the mountains in the gulch and allegedly handed a note to the teller teller and demanded thousands in cash she also left a note saying thank you sorry i didn't mean to scare you before driving off with the cash she now sits in jail on $25,000 bond uh or i guess yeah with a bond amount of 25,000 so she can't pay it she was wearing a black n95 mask black sunglasses and plastic gloves she entered the bank wednesday slipped a teller a note and said i need 13,000 in small bills surveillance video shows miss gooch at one point banging on the counter mandating a speedier delivery of the cash before leaving in her buick enclave with his handicap registration displayed <laughs> not hard to track down it sounds <laughs> well you know she's gonna power close to the buildings they found her in her vehicle smelling strongly of alcohol with cash strewn across the floor open and shut case didn't get far apparently she was arrested and charged with one count of stealing or attempting to steal from a financial institution when officers first approached her they were kind of confused it's a little old lady who steps out we weren't sure initially we had the right person <clears throat> however this is not her first run-in with the law <gasps> she also has two other convictions one for robbery in california in 1977 and another for a bank robbery in 2020 where she reportedly handed the teller a birthday card that said this is a robbery written onto it uh she has no diagnosed ailments but due to her age the department was trying to determine if any underlying health factors could have contributed to the incident what she she been doing this since guess the race 1973 white cares going with white for some reason i wonder why let's check the chat room and see what they believe <laughs> uh, uh, uh okay waiting on the chat there's a little bit of a delay guys and yes her last name is gooch g-o-o-c-h db cooper white large marge white white golden girls uh <laughs> golden girls 11 white <laughs> that's hilarious trey all gooch was drunk on booze and is very white uh big bank bonnie is blanca i'm going with she well i'm going white she then got away with too much shit miss daisy gotta get her money from piggly wiggly somehow white oh, no. they emphasize with her why empathize i get it they empathize with her white granny on the run for the last time white 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 be author tripping white the correct answer is white (laughs) 
she do kind of look like large marge though whoever <laughs> said that ah you get bonus points oh she was so drunk it looked like she was leaning over when they took the picture mm-hmm. man should have i've been doing this since 1975 robin 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 banks dog like could you imagine you get a birthday card that's like i'm robbing this bitch yeah they're like oh this little sweet lady got a birthday card yes that's gonna be a crime instrument in a little bit uh all right karen is two for two so you know what that means guys bonus round how can i be racist about anybody or anything in my life how can i call them niggas just call them niggas all right bonus round karen is two for two can she finish out on a perfect evening i'm gonna try all right let's see no screaming no yelling no phones florida teacher accused of organizing fights at a middle school what we betting on the kids see gambling done gone too far kids can't talk about their periods but they can make each other bleed <laughs> apparently so a woman identified as a teacher at griffin middle school in tallahassee florida is facing charges for contributing to the delinquency of a minor for what courts called an alleged role in organized fights in her classroom see what happened when y'all dropped the standards the documents note that at a school that a school resource depart- deputy was alerted march 24th that students were being allowed to fight in 23 year old angel footman's classroom 23 you a baby right no wonder you thought they should be able to fight uh school administrators were also shown videos that allegedly showed several fights taking place march 22nd march 23rd according to the documents several sixth grade girls told the texas they had participated in planned fights during school hours and they alleged they were invited back for additional fights they also reported that footman made statements including 30 seconds no screaming no yelling no phones a detective indicate indicate i guess indicated did they get a cut what's happening here what do you mean the the kids yeah i don't i mean they got cut probably <laughs> a detective indicates in a probable cause affidavit that he interviewed video he reviewed videos and identified footman sitting at her desk failing to intervene and making statements including no screaming no nothing and stop pulling hair the documents also said no records of footman reported in fights to administrators were found footman told the investigator she did not organize the fight but she failed to call for help or take quick action to stop the altercations or report them to administrators according to court documents she now faces four counts of contributing to the delinquency of a minor also like that's that's a young person's excuse mm-hmm. like you sound 23 when you say some shit like i didn't organize the fights i just didn't stop them it's like well bitch that's your job you are the adult yeah but also it's like that's dumb like yes like you still gonna go to the same jail for saying that like you needed a whole different alibi than that that's not a good alibi Mm -mm, that's a young alibi right i didn't actually organize them i just let them fight you know i all i did was open the google calendar i didn't tell them to make appointments (laughs) they made them fight appointments i didn't tell them to put their name on the board they did yeah they signed up for the fights i just provided the chalkboard to sign up i didn't tell them to to put their name in the sweet 16 they did that on their own well guess the race of angel footman 
angel footman is black all right uh let's check the chat room see what they believe black says dre um also like you really trust these kids not to have phones that's why they got no, video of it right because because of course the kids have phones the phones are attached to them at the hip uh let's see black donisha king black the donna king of the school fair one black only in america don king ass teacher black nothing else to do sal black now that's what i call critical race theory donita king <gasps> that's the real tallahassee pain black the correct answer is black I do like the idea of her as an actual fight promoter like Don King, though. That that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be the Rumble in the Jungle Gym. We gonna have it's gonna be the Thriller by the Manila Folders. <laughs> oh man! It's gonna be a massacre by the Monkey Ball. <laughs> see that i don't think kids should be fighting in school but now i kind of do if now i'm screaming at that like come on uh, <laughs> uh all right <laughs> let's go to the final thing let's talk about the sword ratchetness be the revenge of recess uh, <laughs> uh two men hospitalized at the game of it's getting ready to be hot by the hot scotch <laughs> <laughs> that's the shit they're gonna be saying um it's <laughs> they, we got 11 rounds by the merry-go-round come on y'all blood by the school bus <laughs> 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 all right um we have fun here um all right the conflict by the cafeteria all right uh (laughs) the assassination at the assembly all right two men were hospitalized after a game of monopoly ends in a sword fight oh shit this is a this is why you shouldn't play monopoly but it should end in a sword fight either way i've seen you know people flat fall out of a monopoly yeah i feel like any monopoly where people don't get murdered at the end you didn't play the game right no you did not somebody not turning the board over it was a game in brussels it turned bloody after irritated man approached the players with a japanese samurai sword police say the fight erupted around 5 a.m who the fuck is playing monopoly at 5 a.m i don't know you know what that means they have been playing all night yeah somebody was like let's cash in no we ain't cashing in they have been playing monopoly you got boardwalk and park place fuck you they have been playing monopoly on the sidewalk outside their home on the sidewalk that's some thug ass monopoly. and shit crawling on it that's some thug ass monopoly right there for your ass we ain't in okay? that kitchen table that like you know you you know you from the hood when you play monopoly outside that's an inside game <laughs> it's five in the morning 
the worms crawling off the sidewalks and shit and y'all out here playing monopoly probably drunk the participants don't think it makes sense the participants were loud enough to wake up the neighbors a father and a son who came outside to ask the group to leave things quickly became heated between the players and the father-son duo resulting in the son bringing out a katana for defense after the men started physically fighting the sword scabbard got damaged exposing exposing the blade of the sword a local spokesperson told the news that the player tried to grab the katana remove the holster and the son tried to get it back uh ultimately the both the son and one of the monopoly players were wounded and reportedly both taken to the hospital where the son who was struck in the artery remains in con- critical condition Goddamn. he the one brought the sword <laughs> right right you shouldn't even be fighting with a sword it's monopoly where's your thimble <laughs> pull out a car okay <laughs> a horse or something i mean get an iron what are we talking about yeah. here both both the injured monopoly player who was discharged from the hospital and the son were arrested um so he gotta wake up to a arrest charge that's that sucks right man whoo it's crazy on these streets um all right that's it for today programming note no sh- regular show tomorrow because we're gonna have to do balls to sports tomorrow because um we normally would have done it on friday this week but friday i'm supposed to be on the karen hunter show um at five o'clock on like serious satellite radio so if y'all got serious or whatever check your boy out I'm, i'll try to send out a link or something to remind y'all on my social media but uh so balls deep tomorrow for the premium people um and yeah that's it for 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 today's show thanks for listening um until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.